Welcome to Breaking Bread. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Minister Daniel Abola. Here is where you receive insights about God's Word that will stir you to action. Be blessed. So I want this mind to be in you. I want you to run with God's Word. James said in James chapter 1 from verse 21 he says receive ye the engrafted word of God that is able to save your souls and he said that before saying be ye doers do you understand what I'm saying what I mean is that learn to receive and run with the word that God has given you learn to hold on to it hallelujah it will it will do you a lot of good. The word of God is transforming. The word of God is changing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Alright, so we're talking about what do I do while I wait? What do I do while I wait? And I get asked this question a lot of times because people, a lot of people realize that they are in this season um, where God has given them a promise, God has given them a word, and some some people have this anxiety. Will it happen? Will it not happen? Have I have I missed something? Because they just feel like there's there's something that I need to do. Am I supposed to be doing something? Shouldn't I be contributing something? Uh, am I just supposed to sit and just wait? And so, um, if you have that question, or if you've ever had that question, I'm here to give you an answer. I'm here to help you out. Hallelujah. So, the... The first problem I've noticed with this that it's not usually a waiting problem. It's more of an anxiety problem. It's more of the anxiety that comes with waiting. How is it going to happen? Do I need to help God position myself and all that? Hallelujah. So the first thing I want us to know or note is that we need to understand that there are laws of seasons. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are laws of seasons. There will always be seed time and harvest time. Let's go to Genesis 8.22. I hope you are with your Bibles. Genesis 8 from verses 22. Says while the earth remained, this is God speaking. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. So, what I'm trying to say is that seasons will always follow seasons. If um, for for a farmer, there is a time. For him to plant and there is a time for him to reap what he has planted do you understand no season will skip one for the other do you understand what i'm saying it's 
it's a law of seasons it's a law of process and nothing is ever going to change that as long as the earth remains so i want you to understand that if god has given you a word he has spoken to you that this this and this is going to happen in your life and you you sense it strong that it's you are you are in that particular season of manifestation i want you to understand that it's not going to pass you by it's not going to pass you by another thing i want us to understand is that god is father god is father and i i, I want to talk about that a little bit i i talked about it in a little detail last week when we talked about why we should pray and the reason is this because god is father changes so many things about what we do and how we do things as believers do you understand it means so much for we under the new covenant what this means is that God has a special endearment to us. We are now his children. We are his children. Hallelujah. So you you best be assured that if God has given you a word, he's speaking to you as his child. He's speaking to you as his son or daughter. So you best believe it's going to happen and you best believe God has your best interest at heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's no more about the creator God. It's now about father. It's now about a relationship that you have with your father. So when your father tells you that this is going to happen in your life, I need you to rest in that knowledge that your father said this. God, who is your father, said this. He said this concerning you. So I want you to know and be rest assured that it will happen in due season. It will happen in the fullness of time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just want to give us a few points. I don't normally do this, but I want to give you a few points on what to do while you wait to do while you wait hallelujah and the first thing is be in tandem with god i'll repeat myself be in tandem with god it's very important now what it means to be in tandem is to be in step with god that's simply what it means now what i want us to know is that god and treats us with a promise he uses a promise or he uses his promise his word to lure us or to have a walk with us so he's he's more concerned with who you become while running with that promise most especially in your character so god will call abraham and give him a promise but god is more interested in 
who Abraham is. He's more interested in Abraham's faith work. Do you understand? He's more interested in who Abraham becomes. He started as Abraham, but he became Abraham. That person, that um, person that, that changed on account of receiving the promise is who God is interested in. So beyond that, God wants to have a walk with you, which is why you need to be in tandem with God. You need to be in step with God. And it's very important. At every point, Abraham stood before the presence of the Lord. God could reach him at any time. Do you understand? It's very important. It's very important. I won't really go much into detail, but I want you to understand that in a season where you sense that some things in your life are about to manifest, not just even in that season, but more importantly in that season, you need to be in step with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is something those who received God's promises have in common. It is that they were in step with God. They were in tandem with God. They, they kept in touch with God. Hallelujah. You don't receive a promise from God and then keep away. Hallelujah. The word, the word wait, which we are considering in the Hebrew is the word kava. And it means to seek God. It means to seek God. So in Isaiah 40 from verse 31 that says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It means those that seek the Lord. Do you understand? So your waiting is actually you seeking God. So this is the first thing you do while you wait. You seek God. Because that is what it means to wait. Seek God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Seek God. Um, let's open to Acts chapter 1 from verse 7. Now, Jesus Christ mentions or he points out something really important. Something very important. And he says unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. This. So he's saying it's not given to you to know those times. Um, the word for times or seasons is the word chronos and kairos. Now chronos being the word um, chronos means um, chronological time and kairos means opportune time. So what he's saying here is that it's not given to you to know the, the the hour or the times that God has placed in His hands for the manifestation of things. It's not for you to know. Now, what this means for you is that you have to keep in touch with God so that you would be aware or you would know when that particular time comes. So Jesus Christ, 
um, says to his disciples, Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Tarry ye in Jerusalem. So he didn't tell them that, okay, stay here 10 days, 20 days. He just says, Tarry. Now, what this means, or it just places um, a responsibility on you that you have to it just um sorry i mean it just um puts you in that position where you have to keep in touch with god you have to stay christ in luke 18 where he talks about in the opportunity of prayer how that you have to keep at it how that you have to keep on keeping on to so speak how that you have to keep on keeping on he then says that shall the son of man find faith i need you to read it luke chapter 18 so i'm just paraphrasing a lot he says shall the son of man find faith on the earth when he comes what he means is that will he find you at your post will he find you doing what he has said you should do now that is what it means to be in tandem with God because you don't know you don't know when this when God has said this thing to happen so what this means is that you that hour or that um, time of manifestation must meet you prepared it must meet you alert John in Revelation says I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. On the Lord's day. So he didn't obviously he didn't know that so 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 day was going to be the Lord's day. But he just had to be in the spirit every day until it was the Lord's day. Now do you get what I mean? Hallelujah. So that's the first point. Be in tandem with God. Wait on God. Now, the second thing is to prepare. To prepare. And I think this this is where the confusion is for a lot of people. Now, so when, when people um, hear that they have to prepare, they think is that you have to do certain things to... Um, push yourself into that manifestation and I'm not saying listen, I'm not saying it's a wrong thing but it might just be coming from a place of anxiety now if you are doing certain things to push yourself into that manifestation as laid on as instructed by God that is very okay but if it is coming from a place of anxiety, you might just be doing yourself more harm. Do you understand? Let me tell you, let me just tell you plainly. You can't help God do what he said he wants to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is more interested in performing the things that he said he will do. Scripture says that the zeal of the Lord will perform it. God himself wants to do what he has promised. So you really can't help God 
about you can't you can't help god hallelujah so what it means to prepare is i said earlier that using the example of a farmer how that in the season of planting he plants do you understand now what he does when he plants is that he casts a seed or the seed into a principle do you understand so no matter what he does no matter the kind of prayer he prays there's no there's no miracle that can make the seed that you plant today to germinate today do you understand so when you plant the seed you cast it into a principle so it has to go through a process some things just have really have they just really need time do you understand time helps things grow do you understand what i'm saying in our space in our reality things need time to grow and it's just the way god has set it do you understand what i'm saying so things need time they just need to take time to grow so when you plant the seed you cast it into a principle and you need to wait you need to wait for a season of harvest now here is the thing it is that when you plant that seed or when a farmer plants that seed he doesn't go away do you understand he doesn't go away um remember the parable of wow men slept so you don't plant a seed and just abandon the seed now it's two different things it's two different things what i'm trying to say is totally different from you trying to do things to launch yourself into or to push yourself into that manifestation what i mean now is when you when you plant a seed you have to make the environment conducive enough for that seed to germinate do you understand when it starts to grow you have to do some weeding when um when it's a little bit mature you have to do some pruning do you understand what i'm saying so it is you um it is you investing in your own self you um the parable remember the parable of the sower it is the seeds that fall upon fertile ground that produced fruits do you understand so you have to make that fertile ground conducive enough do you understand what i'm saying so it's you working on your heart it's you ensuring that you revitalize yourself in that word that you've received do you understand it's you um, speaking it to yourself continuously it is you believing on it hallelujah that is what it means to prepare you prepare your heart you ensure that the the way it is is the way it is on the day you eventually receive that manifestation is the way it is the day you received it do you get what i'm saying that's the second point prepare now the third one is to remain hopeful 
And what, what I mean by this is to continue in faith. Is to continue in faith. Let me tell you, hold on to God's word. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hallelujah. Um, Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk 2, chapter 2. Habakkuk 2, chapter 2. And he says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So what he's saying is, though it looks like it's taking time, wait for it. It will come in its time. It will come in due season. Do you understand? But what, what I'm trying to say is, run with that word. Hold on to God's word. Hallelujah. It just amazes me. It amazes me how that um, Abraham still held on to God's word even after 25 years. He had to wait 25 years for the promise. Scripture says that he staggered not at the promise. And though some people some people say that uh, uh, so where did Ishmael come from? Truth is that or what the Bible meant when it says that he staggered not at the promise was that he kept his name. Do you understand? The name that God gave to him was a sign that he was carrying the promise. That he was in or part of that covenant. God, God gave him the name Abraham, father of nations. And even when it looked like things were not going to happen, he still kept that name. Which meant that he still believed. He was still in faith. Hallelujah. So hold on to God's word. One of the most important things that you can do for yourself is to be like David. To encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. And this is very important. I want us to read the scripture. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6. Hope you are still with me. First Samuel 30, verse 6. We'll read from verse 1. It says, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag had smitten and Ziklag and smitting Ziklag and burned it with fire. So they attacked their camp and they are taking the women captives. That were in daring, they slew not any, so they did not they did not kill anybody, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, 
and Abigail, the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. See, let me tell you, times will come where you will begin to doubt. Times will come where you will feel alone. Hallelujah. Um, even though you are not you know, times will come where you will grow weary. Do you understand? Scripture so says, hope the first, make the heart sick. When you, when you, when you, um, it's just a normal thing that when you, you constantly, or your heart is constantly believing on something and you don't get it, you can get weary or you will get weary. It's normal. Hallelujah. But the best thing that you can do for yourself is to encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Like David, you can tell your, you can speak to yourself, my my soul, be glad and rejoice in the Lord. You can do it to yourself because it's important. It's important that you hold on to God's word. It's important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, another thing is on continuing in faith is if God is making you wait, it means you are part of his plans. And being part of his plans is much more bigger. Hallelujah. So, faith does not only mean believing. It means being part of God's plans. I want you to read Hebrews chapter 11. Read about the patriarchs of faith. It wasn't just um, it wasn't just about their believing. Their faith did something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Their faith contributed to something. It contributed to something as they were as they were believing or as they believed. It counted or it um it played a huge role in God's salvific plan, salvific plan. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. He's believing, he's believing God's promise was him receiving salvation. Do you understand? He received the covenant because um, because Abraham believed, we now have access. Do you understand what I'm saying? All this that we are seeing, all this that happened in Christ, God's plan being fulfilled, was because one man, Abraham, believed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Abel had faith because Abel because sacrificed the lamb. It was a show of faith. What that meant was that Abel's sacrifice of a lamb, or Abel sacrificing a lamb, foreshadowed, or yes, foreshadowed the sacrifice of Christ. Do you understand? So, you believing is 
you receiving God's plans, which is so much more important, which is so much more important, and this should um, it should help you or should make you understand why your waiting is important. Do you understand? If it is, if it is important, if it is important to God, you should understand why it is important that you wait. No one in scripture whoever waited received anything ordinary. Check it. Those that waited in scripture, they received something extraordinary. So I want you to understand that, that God is making you wait. You are receiving something or you are about to receive something extraordinary. Something part of God's plan. Something bigger than you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, the final point is to practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. And this is so important. The reason I say this is because, listen, listen, is because many times we gradually walk into the promise. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not every time that you receive, um, you just receive the manifestation and it's just so huge and it blows your mind. Sometimes we will gradually walk into it. What this is, what this means is that God will begin to give us that man, that promise that um, we will begin to see the manifestation in our lives little by little for lack of better words little by little take for example the Israelites that the promised land that God promised them the land does not mean they would not have to possess it do you understand what I'm saying so they will still have to sojourn they will still have to go from one battle to the other do you understand God, that God promised them the land does not mean or did not mean that once they enter into the land like this, that is all. They just begin to live in it. No. They had to claim it little by little. God, God gave them, God, or God gave the land unto them little by little. It was a process. And here is the thing that you will not see it. You will not know many of us have received things i dare say even this year there are many things god promised you last year for this year that you've already received but you don't know because you are not grateful you are not thankful for the little that you've received you've not here's what gratitude does it helps you check do you understand what i'm saying it helps you do a check on the things that you've received, on the things that God has done. It's important. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. It's a wrong attitude to have when you, you are consistently grumbling or you remain anxious because God promised you stuff or because God said this will happen. And so you are anxious about it. You are worried. It's pride. Hallelujah. 
be grateful. Be grateful. In being grateful, you see those things, those little things that God has done. Hallelujah. You see those little things that God has started doing. And believe me, I'm telling you, there are many things that God has started. God has started making moves already in your life that you've not seen because you are so focused on that big thing, on that big price. Hallelujah. So it's very important have um, an attitude of gratitude. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be grateful. Hallelujah. Be grateful. It's, it's very possible to receive God's promises and still no more or make light of it because we are not grateful. I've seen, I've seen this play out. Look at the Israelites with all that God did. There's no need God did not provide, yet they still murmured. Yet they still murmured. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. I'll have you know that true satisfaction comes from God, but you will never find that satisfaction without gratitude. You never find it. It is very possible for you to receive that promise. That thing that God has given to you, that thing that God promised, it's very possible for you to eventually receive it and you are still not satisfied because you, you are not grateful. It's something that you practice. Do it every day. Do you understand? Scripture says that be anxious for nothing. Don't be worried about anything. But in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, Make your request known unto God. Hallelujah. In all things, be thankful, for it is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do you know what it means for something to be the will of God? It means it is what God created. It is what God created for you, and it's what God created you for. That's what Scripture means when it says something is the will of God for you. It is God's will that you are. Be thankful. Thank God for every single thing, every little thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you do that, nothing will pass you by. Nothing that God does will pass you by. And you will begin to see, it is then that you begin to see how God um, will start to put things in place. It's then you begin to see how God will begin to fulfill that promise in your life. Hallelujah. And like I said, receive the engrafted word of God. Hallelujah. I hope oh, and I pray that these words comfort you and strengthen you. I want you to run with these words. And I want you to keep on believing. Has God said it and you will not do it? Has God said it and you will not do it? Though it's tiring. Though it's tiring. Believe. It will happen. It will eventually happen. God is your father. God is your father. God cannot say something to you and not do it. And not do it. God does not forget. God does not lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.